Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am Kevin Ayo, your host, and today is the second part in a three-part series on beta condition manifestations. Last week, we talked about the beta condition manifestations with women. This week, we're talking about the beta condition manifestations with health. Now, when I say health, I want you guys to know that physical and mental health are like, I mean, they're basically one and the same because how you think will determine what you do, right? Now, you can kind of think of your physical body being the visual representation of your cognition, right? How you think is going to manifest into the world in terms of your actions, and your actions are really a part of your body, like how you take care of yourself, how you eat and how you exercise, which is pretty much what we're going to talk about today. Now, if you have questions on this, I refer you back to previous episodes where we talk about the universal truth and I talk about the model, which is our alignment with the universal truth, so that you guys know exactly what I mean when I say how you think determines your actions and determines your results. But the beta condition today is going to be around health, and I'm going to talk specifically about nutrition and exercise. Physical health really has to do with all types of behavior, okay? So it can have to do with behavior with television, like habits, right? Behavior with television, behavior with pornography, behavior with video games, behavior with alcohol, drugs. All of that has to do with your physical health. And I will talk about some of these on dedicated episodes. They all have to do with urges and desires in your mind, which I have done an episode on before. But I'm going to stick to nutrition and exercise here with this podcast just to give you examples of these beta condition manifestations. Now, last week we talked about the beta condition with women, and that is a two-way street because there's the thoughts that you have, and then there's the thoughts that she has that are creating the thoughts that you have, right? So there's like your thoughts and you're concerned with her thoughts about you. And this is true with all relationships, but in the previous episode, it was very specifically how the beta condition manifests with women. Today with the health, it's the beta condition and it's more of a one-way street because there's only really your thoughts about food and exercise, Food and exercise don't think back, <laughs> right? So you have your thoughts about food and exercise, but you're really not too concerned about the way food and exercise think about you. So it's that one-way street. And like I said, this really has to do with all kinds of habits, right? You really are not concerned with how pornography thinks about you. You're not really concerned about how video games think about you, about how TV thinks about you. So when we talk about health, when we talk about these habits or these behaviors, it's this more of this one-way street. So the beta condition is going to be different when we talk about health, when we talk about your personal life versus women, which is like that dating sexual or the relational life, the life you have with other people. So let me very quickly redefine the beta condition. The beta condition is the sentences in your brain, and it's specifically when the sentences in your brain are running the show, 
Okay. Now, the sentences in your brain, the brain is a survival organ. That's what it does. The brain is there to keep you alive. So all of these sentences are based in survival, and they're based in the fear of loss. They're based in the fear of death. They're based in the fear of excommunication, right? Losing things, losing people, losing your life. The sentences in your brain are not true, okay? They are neither the real you, nor do they represent reality. The real you is the alpha state, and that is what my coaching is all about, okay? So the alpha state is the real you. That's your higher brain. That is when you're supervising the sentences in your brain. You're supervising that beta condition, and you're starting to say, no, like this is not the real me. This is not what I choose to do. I'm going to activate. I'm going to elevate my alpha state, and that is going to be in charge. That's what I'm going to use to create my reality. I'm going to create my destiny. The beta condition is not you. The beta condition is not reality. The beta condition is an interpretation of reality, but it's never the truth. It's never really what is factual. It's only what you make your circumstances, only what you make the facts mean. So the beta condition can be changed and it can be changed with your alpha state. So let's get into this episode and we're going to start with what is food and what is exercise. Food is energy and a drug. Okay. That's what food is. Food is meant to provide you with energy and is meant to store energy so that you can utilize later. And it's also a drug because it affects your hormones. Okay. When you eat your Hormones are going to be affected. That's what the macronutrients are about, right? So they have different levels of hormones that move around. Like there's ghrelin and leptin and there's insulin and dopamine and all kinds of other hormones. So there, it is a drug because it affects you hormonally, but it's also energy. Exercise is movement and capacity. Okay, that's what exercise is. Now we need both of these. Right? We need food because we need energy and we need to regulate these hormones in order to create our digestive process, in order to store energy, in order to utilize energy, in order for us to know when we're hungry and know when we're satiated. And we need exercise because we are organic beings, right? We're not these inorganic beings. We're not bricks. We're not stones. We're not uh, dressers or computers or, or pillows. You know, we are animals. So we need movement. Movement is required. We also need to build our capacity for movement. When we were babies, we crawled. We learned to walk. After we learned to walk, we learned to run. We increase our capacity over time. As we get bigger and stronger and go through puberty, we get more testosterone so that we can do more stuff. And this is important. This is important as an animal. It's important as a human being. Because your capacity is what will lend to your quality of life, your ability to do more work in less time, your ability to move larger loads, longer distances quickly. This is why we exercise. We exercise for speed, for power, for strength, for flexibility, for endurance. Now, the beta condition is where your brain, right, the sentences in your brain, look at food and exercise as something other than energy and drug and movement and capacity. It starts to personalize these things. It starts to give them qualities other than what they actually are. And there's three beta condition manifestations that I'm going to get in today. The first one is socialization. Okay. 
the socialization manifestation. This is your beta condition where the mind is afraid of not fitting in, not going along with the group, right? When you start to look at food as a form of socialization or exercise as a form of socialization, then all of a sudden you are in that beta condition behavior. Now, there is some history with this. Very briefly, I'm going to give you the very brief history about this. It is true that if you're not the best hunter, then you are going to, your capacity, right, your movement, your capacity is going to rely on somebody else who has better movement and better capacity to help you find food. Okay, so that is the exercise piece, the socialization with people who are better hunters. And then once the food is hunted, once the food is acquired, then there's the socialization that it is cooked together in a group in front of a fire where there's safety in numbers, safety with heat, safety from the elements, safety from the predators with the fire there. There's, you know, there's much, much more safer environment. So the history around exercise and food is that there is a socialization piece. But guys, correlation is not causation. This is important for you to know. You're going to hear me say that a lot. I'm a scientist. I'm going to say that a lot. Correlation is not causation. The socialization of food and exercise is the mindset that the beta condition is the beta condition mindset of fear of not fitting in, where that food all of a sudden takes on this extra piece where if I don't eat, if I don't participate, then I appear antisocial. You begin to be worried about other people's opinions. Okay, and exercise is the same. It's like if I don't exercise, I don't want to participate because I'm not good at the activity and I don't want other people to laugh at me or otherwise judge me. That's the socialization. That's attributing a socialization. That's attributing a different context to food and to exercise. Food is energy. Food is a drug. So why would you eat anything other than what is going to provide you with the best energy and to balance your hormones? If you are doing it to socialize, then that is beta condition, okay? That is where you're allowing the sentences in your brain, your lower brain, out of fear of being rejected from the group to take over your actions. Same thing with exercise. Exercise is just movement and capacity. So if you are not participating because you're worried about what other people are going to think about your participation level, then your mind is in that fear of not getting along, not fitting in, not being a part of the group. So that's number one. That's the socialization beta condition. The second one is entertainment, the entertainment beta condition manifestation, where the fear here is missing out. All of a sudden, there's this say these sentences in the brain that say, well, look, when it comes to food, like I don't want to miss out. You know, I want to taste everything. I want to experience everything. I want to do everything. And in the entertainment beta condition, I used to hear a lot of thought terminating cliches. I do hear a lot of thought terminating cliches with my students that come to me for uh, success with health. It is, you only live once. You know, I want to taste everything or everything in moderation is another one. And a thought terminating cliche is basically a way to end cognitive dissonance in a way that gives you permission. So it's kind of like you've got this cognitive dissonance where your alpha state says, I want to do what is best for 
me satisfy my goals and my best self. And the beta condition is in the fear of missing out. Like I want to taste all these wonderful flavors and I want to participate in all these wonderful events and, and, you know, food being entertainment and socializing entertainment. And so the thought turning cliche between these cognitive dissonances, well, you only live once. So I let the beta condition overrule or everything in moderation. So you let the beta condition overrule. Right? So that's what a thought turning cliche is. And quite frankly, guys, like both of those are erroneous. You only live once, you know, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. We don't know. But does that give you permission? Like, okay, so you only live once. Okay, so why don't you try heroin? Go ahead and smoke some crack, right? Like you probably listening to the podcast, like what is he talking about? Is he telling me to smoke heroin? Is he telling me to, to you know, do crack? It's like, you think that that's crazy. You think that that's silly, right? It's like, of course I'd never shoot heroin. Of course I never do crack. But why not? I mean, you only live once, right? Everything in moderation. Look, as long as you only shoot heroin once a month, it's fine because it's all in moderation. As long as you only steal a car twice a year, it's no big deal because, I mean, it's everything in moderation. That's silly, right? Like, that's just, it makes no sense. You're not somebody who steals cars. Why would you do it ever? You wouldn't. So that whole everything in moderation and you only live once, they're just thought-terminating cliches to end cognitive dissonance. And usually what they do is they provide you with an excuse or they provide you with a permission to act on impulse, act on urges. Food is not meant to entertain you. Again, food is a drug. Food is energy. That's what it is. Exercise is really not meant to entertain you. Exercise is meant to increase your capacity and to provide you with movement. Now, that's not to say that food shouldn't taste good, and that's not meant to say that you shouldn't train or you shouldn't work out or exercise in ways that you enjoy. I'm just saying that if you think, if you're in that beta condition manifestation where you believe that food is itself an entertainment then that is where you're going to get yourself into trouble. That's where you're going to start having the results and manifesting in behavior of beta condition, which I'm going to get to at the end. We're going to talk about results and all that in the end. But that's the second one, entertainment, beta condition. The third one is blame. Third beta condition around uh, food and exercise is blame. And blame is the fear of taking a responsibility It's kind of the fear of people judging. It's the fear of change. So with food, the blame centers around results. If the result is that you're overweight, if the result is that you have diabetes or hypertension or high cholesterol, same thing with exercise. If the result is that you have a bad back or if the result that you have painful joints or if the result is that you have weak bones or uncoordinated and you blame someone else for that, you say, look, like it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. I was born this way or because of my childhood, or because of my parents, or because of society. Genetics is the big one. I hear that a lot. Like, I have a thyroid problem. I have a thyroid condition. The truth is, these genetic things are very rare. Like, to be born with a condition is hyper rare. It's super rare. Genetics are more tendencies that kind of activate based on lifestyle choices, so type 2 diabetes, for example, and say, well, I was, born with di- I was born with diabetes. No, 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 no. You were born with a tendency to get diabetes, but then because of your lifestyle choices, you got it. Like you didn't have to get it. If you hadn't eaten this way, then you wouldn't have got it. But you ate this way, so now you have it. And quite frankly, 
you know, just kind of as a side note, a very quick side note, I've coached and trained many, many people who are type 2 diabetic to come off insulin by changing their nutrition and exercise back to that back to having a relationship where food was energy and food was drug and exercise is movement and capacity. You start thinking that way, you can actually reverse some of these things that a lot of people think are genetic. But that's number three is that blames like, to say that I can't is an excuse for I won't or I don't want to. Now, those are the three beta condition manifestations. Okay, there's the socialization, there's the entertainment, and there's the blame. And that's creating more out of what these two things are, what food is and what exercise is. You're creating a blame manifestation, you're creating an entertainment manifestation, you're creating a socialization manifestation. The results of these is in addition to any behavior I might have mentioned, is any of the following symptoms that you might be having. If you have any of these symptoms I'm about to mention, you might be operating in a beta condition. Remember, the beta condition isn't bad. I want to throw this out here real quick before I talk about what what some of these uh, symptoms are. The beta condition isn't bad. There's no good. There's no bad, guys, right? Like that's subjective. That's thought. Those aren't facts. I am not judging you. It is not my role to judge you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, you know, beta condition is bad, alpha state is good. What I'm saying is that you are not the beta condition. The beta condition is not you. The real you is the alpha. And when you enter your alpha state, you're going to experience a better life. You're going to experience a better relationship with yourself. You're going to experience a better relationship with the world. That I guarantee you. It's the beta condition that's holding you back from fulfilling your ultimate potential. But I'm not going to sit here and judge you and tell you that you're a bad, bad man. You're a bad person for socializing your food, for thinking that food is entertainment. You're a bad person. I'm not saying that. I wouldn't say that. So if you have any of these symptoms, and it's really just three, three symptoms here, then you may be taking a beta condition around your health. Number one is taking pharmaceutical drugs. Taking pharmaceutical drugs to alter or improve your physical health is usually a manifestation of the beta condition. Now look, I say that with extreme boldness because I am not a doctor, okay? I'm not a doctor, but here's what I am. I am a researcher and I'm a scientist and I'm a guy who knows that most of the pharmaceuticals in the world are just pills to basically allow you to abdicate behavior. I don't want to eat in a way that's good for me. I don't want to eat in a way where I look at food as energy and going to regulate my hormones. I just want to eat whatever I want. And so in order for me to eat whatever I want, I'm going to take this pill. I'm going to take this pill for obesity or I'm going to take this pill for hypertension. Same thing with physical ailments. Like, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to, you know, run or I don't want to work out, lift weights, do resistance training or anything. So, to be sedentary in order to maintain my sedentary lifestyle, I'm just going to take this pill. Now, again, guys, like, I'm not a doctor and I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that if you are taking pharmaceutical drugs and not eating in a way where your relationship with food is coming from an alpha state, then 
you have the potential to change the way you think about food and possibly get off the drugs. It's completely 100% possible. I know this because I've seen it. I've had multiple students, multiple clients that have done this. So just consider that. If you're taking a pharmaceutical or multiple pharmaceutical drugs, you may be allowing your beta condition to run the show. Number two, and it's actually 2A and 2B because it has to do with food and it has to do with exercise, but 2A is if you're cheating on or don't have a food protocol, and 2B is if you're skipping out on or cheating on your exercise regimen, you may be operating in a beta condition. Now, what do I mean by that? 2A, cheating on or not having a food protocol. Not having a food protocol means you are not paying attention to what you eat. You're just eating whatever you want. You have no relationship with food whatsoever. Food is just, it's there. It exists in the world. If you're cheating on your food protocol, then ask yourself why. Why is that occurring? Why is that happening? Is it because you want to fit in socializing? Is it because you want food to entertain you, right? Is it because you're blaming something else? Like, well, the restaurant isn't offering any healthy food, so I'm just going to eat this. If you're in one of those beta conditions, just be aware. Just look for that. If any of these symptoms are happening, then just start to ask yourself why. Pay attention to why you're eating what you're eating. Not what you're eating, but why are you eating it? Same thing with 2B. We're skipping out or cheating on your exercise regimen. Why? What's happening? Are you making excuses to why you miss? Is it somebody else's fault? Oh, my training partner didn't show up. Or my family's in town, so I'm not going to go work out right? So ask yourself, it's not what you're doing. It's not the behavior. Remember, the behavior is the manifestation. What you want to be looking at is the reasons behind, the thoughts behind the manifestation. What is causing the action, not the action itself? Are you not working out because your family's in town? Why? Because you don't want to upset them? Because you actually want to spend more time with them. You want to spend every single waking moment with them. And you're going to take a week off purposefully from your exercise in order to recover your body and spend more time with your family. Fine. It's not my place to judge that. But if your family's in town and you're saying, oh, well, it's their fault and I don't, you know, I don't want to upset them. I want to make sure that you know, they, you know, they're happy all the time. You are in that beta condition. You are people-pleasing. So be there, be in that mindset, ask yourself. Number three is blaming your actions and results on your circumstances. And I've mentioned some of these already, right? Because that really is what the beta condition is. Your actions and your results come from your thoughts, period. They do not come from your circumstances. Remember, circumstances, guys, are your past, the world around you, and other people. So if you're not working out because you're saying to yourself, I don't have enough time, that is a beta condition symptom. That's a beta condition symptom of blame, right? Where you're in that beta condition of blame. If you're not eating foods that are good for your energy and good for your macronutrient levels, good for your hormones, because you don't have enough money, again, that is not true. That is a thought, that's a sentence in your brain that you're saying that's putting you into a beta condition. You can take control of that, okay? Or it's raining outside. I didn't go run today because it's raining outside. Again, anytime you blame your circumstances on your childhood, on your genetics, on other people, the world around you, this is the symptom that you can look for in your life of the beta condition. Now, guys, I'm going to end there. I'm going to mention one more thing. 
the reason why I've put together this three-part series on beta conditions is because this is what my students come to me for, because they come to me in order to change their lives, because they want to be better. They want to be more successful with women. They want to be more successful with health. They want to be more successful with wealth. They want to have a better life, right? They really want to get over some of the pain points that they have in their life. And I'm telling you, all pain points come from cognition. So I have heard all of this stuff from students. I've heard all of this stuff from my clients. And so I'm putting this package together and offering it to you guys. If you guys are doing this, if you're behaving this way, or if you have results in your life that, that this is what's happening, then my advice to you, my sort of offering to you is mind management. Look into your thinking and ask yourself, why? Why, why, why? Because it's not about the action. It's, a, it's the why behind the action. That is where you will start to elevate your alpha. That is where you'll start to bring your alpha state to the surface and start to investigate the beta condition. But you got to get in there. You got to get in your mind and you got to start listening to the sentences in your brain. And what are those sentences telling you? Because that is your beta condition. And the listener, guys, the observer, the awareness of those sentences is your alpha state. Because once you start to hear them, then you can start to choose whether you want them. And after that, you could start to change them. That's what I got for you this week, guys. The beta condition manifestations with health. Next week, we're going to finish beta condition manifestations with wealth. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about business. And then that following week, sort of that annex episode, the fourth part, which I haven't really been mentioning a whole lot of, is how the alpha state looks at all three of these things, Look how the alpha state acts in with women and acts with health and acts with wealth. So I really appreciate you guys being with me today. Look forward for the next week when we talk about money, we talk about business, we talk about wealth. And as always, guys, you have the power to unleash your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.